Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Powering your property on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Shazad Huck. Now it's time for Powering Your Property, where we bring you the latest in property sector news and updates. Yep, absolutely right. Asking prices for HDB resale and rental markets are at a high and on a rising growth trajectory. And despite recent cooling measures, private property sales and rental prices are expected to continue rising in the upcoming quarter. Full impact of December 2021 cooling measures to be felt in H1 2022. Well, these are some of the highlights and points highlighted in Property Guru's Q1 2022 Singapore Property Market Report. To bring us all the details, we're joined on the line now by Dr. Tan T. Kuhn, who is the country manager at Property Guru Singapore. Dr. Tan, welcome back. Good afternoon, Rachel. Shazad, I'm glad to be on air with you again. Good to have you with us. So, Dr. Tan, uh, Shazad and I mentioned a few of the key points highlighted in the property market report. We've just had the Singapore budget as well. Obviously, Shazad there mentioned the cooling measures that we saw in December last year. What are some of the other key highlights from the report that you'd like to share with us? So, Rachel, let me highlight three key findings. One on price, second on supply, and uh, third on demand. As we have observed, residential property prices have been steadily increasing since July 2020 after circuit breaker. Mm. So our Singapore Property Sale Price Index, which tracks asking prices of property sale listings on Property Guru Singapore, saw a 5.07% quarter-on-quarter increase. We're talking about the fourth quarter 2021 versus third quarter 2021. Mm. Then we have the Singapore Property Sales Supply Index, which tracks the number of property sale listings on Property Guru, and it's at a three-year low, recording an 11.47% quarter-on-quarter decrease. Meanwhile, the Singapore Property Sale Demand Index, which tracks the number of inquiries on property sale listings on Property Guru Singapore saw a quarter-on-quarter dip due to December being a traditionally low period for the property market due to year-end festivities. What are these new cooling measures over the last quarter? How have they impacted the property market then for you? So, Shazad, with the new cooling measures announced in December, the volume of transactions in the secondary market has started to take a hit in January as property buyers pause to reconsider options and await further market reactions from sellers. There was, in fact, a 43% drop in transactions of private homes from December 2021 to January 2022. However, new homes or developer sales have continued to be resilient, inching up some 3.5% in January as compared to December. Given that there were limited new developer projects and together with the seasonal low of the Lunar New Year, we aren't able to tell the full effects of the cooling measures as yet. The first-time buyers who make up the majority of the market are largely unaffected Mm -hmm. by the reduction of the total debt servicing ratio to 55%. And the foreign buyer market uh, may be hampered due to the steep additional buyer stamp duty um, as an additional 10% for them. But overall, we opine that property prices may stabilise and rise at a slower pace 
Okay, that's good news, I guess, for some buyers. But as you mentioned, supply still low, demand still high, meaning prices are continuing to move on an upward trajectory though, right? Uh, That's correct, although uh, we expect it to be more gradual than compared to yesteryear. When you say gradual, what are we talking about here? Yeah, we're talking about uh, 1% to 2%, possibly 3%, depending on how the market opens up uh, in view of the current pandemic Mm. situation and how this uh, Ukraine-Russia war pans out and so on. What impact do you see that having on Singapore's property market, though? If you're looking at the property market in Singapore, it's slightly remote. Uh, We're talking about the Ukraine crisis at the moment. There could be an impact on the construction sector, especially because in Ukraine, there's the production of nickel. And nickel is an essential raw material Mm -hmm. for uh, the production of steel in construction. That could be some impact and that may mean that building materials costs go up for the developer. And that could also mean further delays in uh, construction completion. Further delays and perhaps uh, that cost then pushed on to buyers as well, right? I suppose uh, part of that could be pushed on to buyers. At the end of the day, developers would also want their prices to be competitive in order for uh, their units to continue to sell. So what are the emerging residential hotspots to look out for then? For the residential hotspots, we are looking at, uh, for example... Uh, areas in the prime district, quarter 4, 2021 was a good quarter for the non-landed private homes in prime districts. And prime districts took three of the top five spots for districts that saw the greatest quarter-on-quarter growth in median per square foot transaction prices, driven by interest across a significant number of new launches that are around the core central region, like Canning Hill Pierce. So for HDB resale flats, buyers are seeking more wallet-friendly home options mm-hmm. in uh, affordable neighbourhoods like Haogang, Bukit Bato, Pasiris, which top the performance chart uh, by transactions. Okay, we're speaking with Dr. Tanti Kuhn, Country Manager, Property Guru, Singapore. You mentioned the HDB market there, and earlier on, you spoke about price growth of 1% to 2% for the year ahead. Was that for private or public? Uh, that's for non-lender private uh, uh, transaction properties. Okay, Sorry, what private a, residential property. What about, the, what about the public market? What are we looking at in terms of price growth for the year ahead? I think for the HDB, you're talking about the HDB resale market, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for the HDB resale market, uh, it is relatively unaffected by the cooling measures announced mm-hmm. on the 15th December 2021. And there are another 31,000 of uh, HDB flats that are coming into the market that are due for minimum occupation period. And uh, we see quite a vibrant growth in the HDB resale market. Um, just a year ago, a million dollar flats are likely mm. to continue to persist uh, because uh, 65% of HDB resale transactions, uh, is just looking at the, the last 12 months, have been in the four and five room HDB flats. And that's a reflection of remote working that's taking place, right? Dr. A lot Tan, more people working from home. Mm. Yeah, and you mentioned the million-dollar HDBs. I mean, we saw a, a record number last year. Are we likely to see that, that number surpassed in 2022? Uh, I'm not sure whether that number will be surpassed, but there will be demand for bigger HDB flats, and especially HDB flats that are near amenities such as the MRT station. 
So, Dr. Tan, you know, how will the increase in this non-owner-occupied property tax affect the selling price of, of homes? Well, luxury homes, if you're talking about luxury mm. home sales in Singapore, last year it has risen to a new high in more than 10 years. As we've seen it, the demand for luxury residential properties has been resilient, largely driven by local and foreign property buyers. Furthermore, the focus is on capital preservation throughout the pandemic, mm. and that has driven many uh, property investors, including foreign investors, to divert their funds to real estate. As such, the sales of luxury properties are unlikely to be affected by the new property tax rates as buyers of such properties tend to be more focused on capital appreciation than just rental yield. According to URA's price index for condominiums in the core central region where these luxury homes are mainly located, prices grew by 4.9% over the last five years. And I know your report also highlights some districts and projects to watch in the year ahead. Do you want to share those with us? Oh, yes, I could do that. Some of the possible new private launches to look out for in the first quarter of this year mm-hmm. include the Arden, which is in District 23. Uh, Royal Hallmark has just launched in District 15 and Live at MB in District 15. And in particular for HDB uh, flats, Haogang, Pongo and Sengkang have seen much buyer's interest and thanks to the large batch of HDB flats that recently fulfilled their minimum occupation period. What do you look out for when you're looking at a project to watch though? What are some of the key things that buyers should look out for? Well, firstly, buyers should look at the price. It's a very practical consideration Mm. because every buyer has a budget. And in times like these, it is very important for uh, any property seeker to right-size their property purchase uh, to ensure that they uh, do have uh, enough for them to sustain uh, monthly mortgage repayments. So the price of the property is key. And the second would be location. Location with respect to where the property seeker works, uh, their the employment location versus the home location so that commuting time can be minimized. And of course, uh, location has another bearing, especially if you have uh, school children uh, going to primary school, so they should be near the primary school of choice. At the same time, uh, near likely grandparents who may uh, look out for their grandchildren while their parents are at work. So some of these are practical considerations. Dr. Tan Tikun, Country Manager, Property Guru Singapore. Thank you so much for taking us through the highlights of your Q1 2022 Singapore Property Market Report. We appreciate your insights. Thank you, Shazam. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.